Hi, and welcome to the Cricket Shepparton Show. This is part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening around Cricket Shepparton. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the summer season on 1FM Shepparton Radio. So let's have a listen to see what's happening on the Cricket Shepparton Cricket Pitches this week. And a big good morning to all our Cricket Shepparton listeners right around the valleys to the studios of 1FM, the north end of Shepparton. And we are greeted by a beautiful sunny morning this morning. Thank goodness it wasn't like yesterday. Well, it's not going to be like yesterday. Only a top of 33 today. As yesterday, the mercury reached a very much 41 degrees yesterday. In the studios of 1FM, big good morning to you, first of all. Statsman, thanks for putting us to air. How are you and how was your week? Oh, great. Just fantastic. Just want to mention the job the boys done for the broadcast last week in the 2020 Grand Final. Michael Van Dorsa, Brandon Wiley and Dan Hibbard. Adam Watkins technically done a superb job in the special K's in Kane Herbert and Cole Mueller getting them over the line there for Kai Abram in the 2020 last week. Tremendous job indeed. Good morning to the two fellas that joined me in the studio this morning. Butch Scott, how are you and how was your week? Very good, Dick. Yourself? Very good, mate. Uh, the Director of Senior Cricket joins us this morning, and that is Butch Scott. And the Director of Junior Cricket, we've gone both ways this way in terms of senior cricket and junior cricket. Steve DeLitz, good morning to you, and how was your week? Uh, good morning, Dick. Um, it was quite hot as I work outside. So, um, <laughs> Do you work on the roofs? No, I'm, I'm a dairy farmer. So okay, but still hot. I was actually lucky I had yesterday afternoon off. So yeah, it was like in yeah. front of the aircon. Yeah, in a tractor and an aircon, yeah. But Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Let's move right along. We've got the ex-president on the line, Dave Delia, and he is the Bush Bash organiser, and he joins us this morning to discuss all things Bush Bash that is happening tomorrow, the big finals tomorrow. Good morning to you, Dave. Hey, morning, Digger. Morning, Butch, Steve, and uh, morning, listeners. Good to be here. Righto, mate. Uh, let's go straight off the bat. Uh teams tomorrow what time does it start where's it happening give us all the info for the listeners to you know get down to where they need to be Alrighty. well the day itself starts at 11 o'clock we've got a uh, catch for cash competition so you can win a signed uh, renegades shirt um it's the uh, uh bbl08 premiership shirt of the uh, renegades and 100 bucks cash there'll be a catching competition 12 o'clock um, longest hit. If you think the uh, the Cara cracked for the uh, Caramomas people, you, you got one shot. Uh, grab a cricket ball, hit it as far as you can. Whoever hits it the furthest will uh, uh, pick up a um, assigned Renegades bat. And can I just cash. chime in, Dave? Do, do, can anyone just roll up and be a part of that? Uh, look, it'll be the first twenty-five for each who are there registered. We'll uh, we'll get the chance. Right, get there early. Anyone can. Anyone at all. You turn up. Uh, we'll supply the. Uh, the, the bowling machine spitting balls out for catches and we'll supply the bats and the balls that you've got to hit for as long as you, you want to. Just uh, anyone who's there can turn up. That's it from 11 o'clock? 11 o'clock for the catch and 12 o'clock for the, um, for the longest hit. And then 2 o'clock, uh, the boys will go at it. The, uh, the Hurley Hotel Hounds will take on the Jarvis Delahaye Crushers. Okay. Live stream tomorrow or what's happening in terms of people watching it on their phones, yeah. etc., or listening to it? Live, live stream through Frogbox, so uh, it'll be via uh, go to the Cricket Shep app or um, go to our Facebook page, and you will uh, you'll get a link to go there and uh, on YouTube and on Frogbox. Okay, so that's exciting. Tomorrow, two o'clock, the big game. Have you got a tip? Just well, I've got a few other questions to ask you, but uh, I haven't watched the form of both those sides. But um, is it a fifty-fifty game, or are you leaning more towards one over the other? Oh, look. 
I'd, I'd like to think it'll be as exciting as the last couple of games that we've had, but you can't really go past that form of the Hounds. They're undefeated. Uh, you know, they've got three of the top uh, top ten run scorers, and I think they've got four of the top ten wicket takers. So you'd think the Hounds, but uh, you never know with the crushes. They've got some names there who could just uh, pop up and have big days. And in finals, you know that uh, you just got to turn up and anything can happen. Absolutely, yes, anything can happen, and uh, we've seen that over the uh, the last couple of years with some games. You, you think we'll go one way, and you just need one or two people to get away with the bat or to have a good day with the ball, and all of a sudden, uh, 2020 can go anyway. So you are the organiser of the Bush Bash. Is there anyone that you want to make mention of that's assisted you over the time, or like how have you found the role? Tell us a little bit about what's involved in being the Bush Bash organiser, considering your numerous amount of hours that you would have put in looking after Cricket Shepparton. This is sort of like a little side thing for you. Yeah, a bit of a, a, bit of a sidekick. came about uh, with a few players. You know, a local 2020 competition, you have some clubs play one year, don't play the next year. And some of the feedback we got was, you know, not everyone was interested in playing T20 and some people weren't out there, you know, really, really involved. So we put up an idea um, to, you know, to to franchise it and to, to have people who really wanted to play 2020 and try and get some better cricketers from from your Murray Valley comps, uh, from your uh, Golden Murray competition, from Bendigo, um, and even now stretching down as far as Melbourne. So, um, you know, we had myself and Daryl Butcher um, put it out there. Crane Aid jumped on board. You know, it's, uh, the, the reach of this Crane Aid is situated in Dandenong. Yeah, right. Uh, but so, they, they have an office in Albury or a, a factory in Albury, a factory in uh, Bendigo. They've got a couple of cars running around out of Shepparton. Uh, they looked at it and said, hey, this this concept covers where we are. So, uh, yeah, they sponsored the competition. And then the four um, the four people, the Cobram Panel Works Panthers, Mark Haberfield out of Cobram. Uh, you've got uh, Hurley Hotels, Brenton Shepherd out of Kyabram. And then you've got the um, Steve Reeves painting mud dogs and the uh, Jarvis Delahaye crushes, which is Nathan Delahaye out of Karamomis. Uh, they're both out of Shepparton. Possible so. expansion, Dave. Where, where do you see the competition going into the future? Like, does it just stay at four, four teams or are you looking to, you know, invite more maybe local businesses around to, to get involved and, and, and expand the competition, say, from four to five to six potentially? Oh, look, we... we or are you happy with the way it is? We sort of looked at that. We're reasonably... I mean, you could, but you play it on a Sunday, so all of a sudden you go from using four Sundays um, you know, during the year to if you go to five or six teams, all of a sudden you're playing six Sundays and um, you're taking up your junior reps cricket, uh, all the other stuff, the final of the... You know, the one-day final, the T20 final mm. of Cricket Shepherd, and you know, you, you're interrupting all of that, so... Four is sort of a roundabout um, where we need to be. I mean, pretty much at this stage, I'm pretty confident that three of the um, franchises will be on board next year. There's one franchise who we're sort of thinking, you know, they all signed up for three years and this is the third iteration of um, of the Bush Bash. Um, so there's one who was sort of you know, humming and harming. So yep. There is one, uh, or could quite possibly be one opportunity for someone to um, to take over a team uh, next year. But probably stick it with the four teams and uh, you know, working from there would be the way we'll go. Okay. Now, in terms of the players, have they bought in? What, what's, your, what's your feeling like from the players? Because we, we obviously had six weeks lost through the floods and then we got back into cricket. And then, you know, most cricketers, they love playing cricket and lots of cricket. Um, what's the buy-in been like from, from the players in, involved in the Bush Bash, from your feelings? Oh, look, absolutely sensational. You know, we, um, we had the last, uh, last round over at Kyabram. 
um, and the Hounds put their um, side on the field, and there was four players um, who who missed out on that day, who were all there. Um, you know, they they they're that they're that involved with it that they're turning up when they're not picked in the team. Um, and you look at the quality of the players. You know, you go through uh, through Adam Ward out of Bendigo, Colm Yuley, Jed Rice, Dylan Cutrus. You know, Michael Archer comes up from. Um, from Melbourne after yeah, playing um, the cream of the crop, isn't it? On the Saturday, yeah, yeah, they're, they're good cricketers. They love it. Uh, Jack Pottercarry, who's an Englishman uh, who plays uh, cricket down in Melbourne, he comes up and uh, enjoys it. And he speaking to him after the last game, he's uh, he's loving it. So improvements or changes that you, you would like to see as the organizer going forward, and then we'll we'll pretty much let you go. Um, oh, look, I suppose the, the, the main stuff I like to see is off-field, if we can get a bit more excitement for the people there, the, the on-field stuff seems to be taking care of itself, so yep. uh, we, we'll look at, we'll look at, um, you know, things, and, and look, we, we're not, we don't, um, hide behind anything, we, uh, we copy, uh, things from the Big Bash, and if it looks good, we'll try it and see how it goes, so we'll sit down and work out, uh, with, uh, with the franchise owners which way we want to go next year, and, you know, there'll be some changes, Nothing. Uh, nothing stays the same. You've got to move every now and again, but pretty much, no, it's uh, steady as she goes, and we'll be back next year for BBL Four. Beautiful, and your uh, perfect weather will greet you tomorrow at Deakin Reserve as well, which will be fantastic. Oh, absolutely! Beautiful day today. Beautiful day tomorrow. It would be a great day to come down and enjoy some refreshments and see some pretty good cricket. Excellent. So, tomorrow at eleven o'clock, if you want to be involved in the catch for cash, is that right? Is that how we're That's calling it? it? That's it. Beautiful. I might even be there myself. We'll see. I might need keeping gloves or something to help me out. Uh, and well, at 12... 12 ball, Paul. That, what's that? Sorry? You've got to actually catch the ball to be in it. Yeah, true. Uh, 12 o'clock is the, the hit for... What was the 12 o'clock thing? That's uh, uh, just the longest hit. So longest hit. Cricket, cricket bat, cricket ball, and see how far you can hit it. Beautiful. And then at 2 o'clock, the big game, the hounds and the crushers, and your tip is the hounds. Is that right? Oh, look, my, my tip is it's going to be a great game. Um, I'm leaning a bit towards the hounds, but we'll wait and see. Beautiful. Love your work, Dave Delia, The Bush Bash organiser from 2 o'clock. The big game kicks off at Deakin Reserve. Thanks for joining us this morning, Dave. We've got lots of things to discuss in terms of Cricket Shepparton. I know you'll stay tuned. And uh, uh, thanks again for, for availing yourself this morning. Hey, and thanks, Paul, and thanks to 1FM for the coverage that we get from you guys. Greatly appreciate it. No worries at all. Okay, we'll leave Dave there, Statsman, and uh, let's get over to you, Steve DeLitz, the Director of Junior Cricket. Um, tell us about how long you've been in the role, because I've only met and, uh, and known you since being involved in the Cricket Shepparton Board, and I know that you're probably going to pull the pin at the end of this season, because you've been doing it a fair while, and it's time for, obviously, someone new to come in, and that's one of the big things with being a volunteer, but uh, how much have you enjoyed the role as Director of Junior Cricket? How long have you been doing it for? Give us a spiel. Um, I think I've been doing it for nine years. So um, It's a fair whack, isn't it? Yeah. Nearly a decade of, of, of junior cricket. Yeah, my, my youngest son is 20 now, so I've actually gone past what most people do. They, mm. they last till their last Till their kids, playing, that's right. Yep. But I thought I'd put a bit back into Cricket Shepparton. Um, I've started umpiring now, so... That's probably... You're putting even more back into cricket, Shepard, by umpiring as well. Yeah. I, I actually are starting to enjoy umpiring. I'm learning a lot. Like, it's it's funny. You're sort of playing D-grade and whatever. You, you umpire anyway most of the game. I used to open the batting, so... And I wasn't very good at Go it. Go out early and yeah, then yeah. umpire the rest of the game. And now you're getting paid for it. Yeah, that's right. How good's that? So, yeah, now I get paid for it. So, yeah, it's, it's been 
Great. Excellent. Uh, we've got Butch Scott here as well. Morning to you, Butch. So Morning. good. To, so good to have you back in the studios of One FM, a place that you know very well. Um, how are things faring with with senior cricket? Like you're obviously. I wouldn't say thrown into the role. You did put your hand up at the start of the season. Um, how's senior cricket going for you? Oh, well, at the moment, pretty good. We're nearly at the end of the season. Um, Two games to go, today and next week, and then yeah. we roll into finals. Three in lower grades. Yep. They go a little bit longer, uh, even up the draw. So, yeah, two games to go. Going to be very interesting to see who gets the last couple of spots in a couple of grades. And... Um, yeah, going quite well, actually. Time certainly flies because it wasn't uh, that long ago when we were deciding what we were going to do with the season mm. after we lost six weeks with floods and all that sort of thing. Steve, just back with junior cricket. Mate, what, what's been the biggest challenge for you um, as being the director of junior cricket? Uh, I think probably our biggest Parents. challenge is... <laughs> what did you say? Parents? <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, that's, that's okay. one of the things in terms of junior sport in any oh, sport, it, it be it football, and, soccer, whatever, but I, I can see it yeah, being an issue it, for cricket. It, it's probably parents need to step back a bit. Like you often get a complaint from a parent about, oh, little Johnny's not getting enough time and and whatever, and you sort of talk to the kids, and the kids are out there enjoying themselves, and a lot of the kids really don't care whether they get a duck or whether they get 50. Like as long That's as difficult for you because that's more of a club thing, isn't it? Like if, if, yeah. if little Johnny's not getting a go, that's more... Relate yeah, to the coach, etc. Especially when they get to rep cricket, like that's probably where yeah. you, where you get a lot of that come back from. When they've sort of, and a lot of those kids that play rep cricket are the better kids in the competition. So at their club, they're they're batting and bowling all the time, and and then when they get to rep cricket, um, they might have a day some days where they don't bowl the ball and they don't get a bat. Yeah, and that's the hardest thing with cricket, isn't it? And it's, and it's, that's the biggest thing, I think one of the biggest issues, especially for young kids, you know, in, in today's day and age where there's so many other things to be doing, um, to be standing out and, you know, fielding and you, you might not get a bowl and you might be batting at nine or whatever the situation might be. So there's, yeah, it's, it's a hard one. It's a hard one, definitely. Yeah, and I, I think that's definitely one of the biggest challenges you would have faced over your time. Well, I see that even with like my youngest son, like he... Sort of, he doesn't play cricket anymore because he thinks it's boring. Like, mm. And that was sort of two-day cricket in juniors. It's uh, He wasn't a great batsman, so if he had a good week, he was out there for six or seven overs, but most weeks it was two overs, and then he sits and watches his teammates bat for 45 overs and has a few bar- few overs the next week and runs around in the field. So. Yeah, and then that's the thing. Is it participation and enjoyment, if, if that's what we're talking about? Absolutely. It is, it is when you get to the under-16s. Yeah. Like, uh, our lower grades are going really well. Like we bought in what the kids call proper cricket in under tens, probably three years ago. Uh, and the Blasters has helped that just yeah. sort of introduce kids to the game. Yeah, and we've we've got sixteen teams in under tens. So, and I think there's fourteen or fifteen in under twelves, and the same in fourteens. But yeah, once we get to sixteens, they it drops off a bit. Drops off a long. Yeah, way. so there is that fine line when they're hitting that age of, you know, 12, 13, 14 to try and retain them in the game. Just y- yourself, um, now, I know y- you did state that y- your son played um, junior cricket, and, but what's kept you going? Like, what, what what have you got out of it in terms of, you know, continuing the role and being involved in junior cricket, even when you said that parents pull the pin after their f- last kid gets through? Um, I probably probably enjoy the role I I. I sort of like to think that I can contribute to it, and um, I've coached 
a couple of junior sides at Northerners in that time too. So I have still been involved in juniors and it's one of those things I just, I enjoy that side of cricket. Uh, watching, I, I reckon there's nothing better than watching the worst kid in a junior team make or retire for their first time or get their first wicket. Like yep. The smile on their face is, yeah. is what you do. That's why you do it. Cricket for it. Um, the good kids are pretty easy to coach. Like, you don't have to teach them a lot, but yeah, they're when, already when pretty you, talented. When you see yeah. the, the lower end of your team do well, is is probably what I did it for. You probably got a lot of uh, junior parents, maybe maybe even tuned in this morning. Anything to clubs, you know, going forward now with finals and the season that's been, if that you want to announce uh, on air to 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 the listeners of Cricket Shepparton. As far as... As far as finals and how things are going, we know we had, a, like, obviously yesterday was 40-odd degrees, so it was pretty warm, yeah, and games got uh, called off. But uh, what's happening in terms of finals throughout all the I've, grades? I've got them all here. So yeah. uh, we had, yeah, a number of finals were meant to be tomorrow night. Uh, or, sorry. Start, last night. Last night. Yep. Um, I won't get up to the right day. So all of them have been postponed. So the 16A final... Uh, between old students and Notre Dame has been moved to the Sunday, Sunday the 26th. Week. Yep. Uh, so they're going to play that all in one day. Instead Down of Coyella. Yep, at yep. Coyella. Beautiful. Should be a ripping game, uh, but they're the, they were the two top sides for the year. And yeah, they'll, they'll go at it uh, and it'll be a cracking final yes. to be at next Sunday. If you're not doing anything and you're around the area, head down to Coyella Main Oval for the game between, and that's just a straight up 45 overs each yep. side, yep. Yeah. Okay, so a one-day fixture, grand final. That'll be very exciting indeed. Yeah. Uh, the 16B grand final, they've just postponed a week, so they're going to play over the next two Friday nights. Uh, that is Northerners first way I out at Tally Garupna. Uh, I are actually um, have got the opportunity there to win the Wooden Spoon and the Premiership in one season. Okay. They, it's a four-team comp, so they finished fourth, uh, knocked off Nagambi last week. How good. Um, they only had seven players. We first. love anon- uh, what do you call it? Uh, anomalies or, or whatever it is yeah. in, in cricket. Shep. We had <laughs> Shep United um, make the T20 grand final in a similar situation. So good luck to both sides next yeah. uh, next Friday for the fortnight ahead. Uh, 14, or both the 14 grades are playing on Sunday. So uh, in A-grade, we've got Uroa and Tat playing over at Friendly in Uroa. So that's tomorrow? Yes, yep. tomorrow. Yep, in uh, the 14s, yep, Uroa and Tat. Notre Dame, St. Brendan's and Northerners are playing at Vibert 1. Okay. I think uh, there's a game at Vibert 2 as well. So in the 14Bs uh, between Cara and Marupna. And Nagambi and Notre Dame are playing down at... Uh, Nagambi Rec Reserves. So, okay. Uh, That's all in the under-14s? Yep. Beautiful. And anything else in terms of 12s and 10s? or uh, the, 12, the 12 A's, they were meant to be last night, so they've both moved their games. Uh, Cara Team Hooper, they named all their teams this year uh, after their oh, good players. At the Famous names, yep. Yes, so yep. it was a sort of different idea, but, yeah, yeah fantastic, I suppose, to... Um, Acknowledge those past players, yes. yeah. Uh, they're playing Numerica Blue um, at Cara as well, at, yep. at Vibert on the hard wicket. And Notre Dame, St. Brendan's are playing Tat at uh, St. Brendan's. So. so it sounds like Notre Dame, St. Brendan's have got some uh, some teams in the juniors that could 
Well, they yeah, yeah they had pretty they strong had a team in every, like all their teams that played made finals. So excellent, going well. Thank you very much for that, Steve. So there's your run through of all the junior finals happening over the next couple of weekends before it all wraps up. Um, pretty much next Sunday in the big final in the 16 A's down at Kyala where old students will take on Notre Dame St Brendan's. Anything further from, from your end in terms of the juniors that you want uh, anyone to know? Uh, no, not really. I, I suppose I did send an email out to the clubs this week just um, to sort of players to pull their head in a little bit. Um, that probably feeds down from Butcher's Butchers, yeah, he'll, um, he'll give. Teams, he's, he's, um, he's. Don't worry. He's ready to go after the break. He'll be uh, giving it a bit of a spiel as well. Yeah, umpiring games at the moment. In like I've been doing B grade all year. B grade's been pretty good, but yeah, maybe it's a little bit higher than that. That mm. they need to pull their head in because it it filters down to the juniors and they all of a yeah. sudden start to think that they can give dissent and all this sort of stuff. So well, a lot of those junior kids are playing. Like I umpired a game. Uh, Northern has had like most of. Their team was, was full of the juniors. Yeah, yeah. so yep. you get those few senior players that sort of don't knock their head in or pull their head in. Yeah, yep. certainly down. something to watch, especially over finals because it'll get pretty heated. There's no doubt about that. Thanks so much from Steve Delitz, the director of junior cricket, giving his thoughts on all things junior cricket. We're off to our one and only break here in the studios of One FM. You're listening to the Cricket Shepherd and Show, and we'll be back right after this. Looking for a new career or know somebody locally who is? Flavorite is Australia's largest glasshouse grower of fresh fruit and vegetables that operates right here in the Goulburn Valley. Flavorite offers permanent, part-time and casual roles in various departments across the business, such as crop care, picking, packing and more. Hourly paid roles with attractive and achievable bonuses. No experience necessary with on-the-job training provided. Flavorite prides itself on providing a great team culture and supportive environment with unlimited opportunities to grow a career in agriculture. There are multiple positions available right now, so to find out more, visit flavorite.com.au or call us on 0356231693. Station sponsor. As we age, maintaining good health and living a pain-free life can become more difficult. Are you somebody who suffers from regular back or sciatic nerve pain? The Natural Approach Healing Centre in Kyabram has been treating people with these conditions for more than 30 years. Don't put up with pain any longer. Book an appointment at the Natural Approach Healing Centre in Kyabram today. Most people only need one or two sessions. Call Sharon today on 0416 494 476. That number again, 0416 494 476. You will also find us at www.naturalapproach.com.au. Station sponsor. Antique Fair, on now, right here in the Goulburn Valley at Albury Antiques, 159 High Street, Shepparton. Don't miss this special event with a huge display of rare antiques from across the globe. Our stock is regularly updated with new pieces arriving at our Shepparton showroom regularly. Albury Antiques, the Goulburn Valley's home of world-class antiques. Station sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one-stop for all your sports news. And we're back on the Cricket Shepherd and Show. Your host, Paul Digger-Tricarico, we've had, uh, well, we've still got Steve DeLitz, the Director of Junior Cricket in the studios here in 1FM, and the main man, Director of Senior Cricket, Butch Scott, also making his way into the studio. Great to have you, Butch. Cricket at the moment, how's it going? And where do you see it going in the future? 
Well, that's a big question, isn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> like we've discussed this like at board level quite a bit and, and how it's going. What what are you what are your own thoughts? Where, where do you see it happening? Ah, uh, well personally. Yeah, that's uh, what I want. I want personal. I want uh, opinion based. I think A B and C grade should all go back to a mix of one and two day cricket. Okay, so let's say next season we have a full season of great weather, there's no floods, there's no touchwood, no cyclones, bushfires, whatever, you know, we've been greeted by the last three years with COVID and, and whatever else. We have a full functioning season. Butch Scott, in your view, you want one-day cricket, you want two-day cricket. Where do you see T20 cricket? Well, that's what we discussed the other night. Now, I want your thoughts. I'm not interested uh, in everyone else's thoughts. I mean, I think it has to go in the draw, personally. Um, and how would that draw look? knowing that you do the fixture each and every year, so you know how that computer works and how it spits it out, how would you like to see it? And I'm going to put it on you right now. Well, we'd have three weeks of... Uh, sorry, two weeks probably. You'd play four games. You'd have a double header of... So you'd have two rounds of T20 cricket at yes. some point in the season. Ah, uh, Yes, probably last round before Christmas and the first round after. And you'd play both them games for points uh, as a double header. So you'd play two games in the day, is that what you're saying? Yes, yep, yep. 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 Uh, we've done that before. Yeah, so you're thinking three clubs at one ground and you play your... Correct. Okay. Clubs can make a bit of money, you know... I like this. I'm, I, I, if this was put to the board, and I know there'd be a lot of people not board, happy with it, I would... I we've would, done it before. Yeah. We used to play two games of T20 yeah. and A grade on grounds and... But not for points. No, never for points. So this is, that's, the, that's, the, that's the difference. Uh, yeah. But what I like about the idea of having it for points, what it'll mean is that clubs will support it and they'll put their best sides out there. Well, they have no choice. Um, I mean, if you're playing two it's games... It's no Mickey Mouse anymore. No, two games of T20 on one day, it's 12 points up for grabs. Uh, if you don't want to play, if you say, oh, no, I don't want to play T20, well, you're already two games behind everyone else on the ladder. 100%. So... You got any... Uh, well, let, look, I, I think it's... I, I support it. Um, I see it. Um, if it bring, gets brought in at, into a discussion, um, yeah, 100%, I, I would support something like that. Either that or the other option is maybe doing it really early in the season, um, kicking it off maybe a week before round one in some sort of uh, a format where you throw some money into a, into the winner and, and, and play the grand final later on. That's the other potential option. I don't see the option of, uh, of getting rid of it completely at all. Um, I think it needs to be incentivize at some point where clubs will support it well, because this year was it was it wasn't great from my view um in terms of clubs not wanting to participate in it and uh and then lucky losers and all sorts of things i think we need to um rearrange things going forward that's for sure the one mistake we did do this year with the t20 is we had it as a round robin knockout so that meant the ladder reset after each yep. each round so there was always had to be a lucky loser where if we should have had it, it just as a complete knockout, so the points carried forward from your previous games. And but as we say, we learn from, from the things that we make mistakes from and we, we push forward to try and make a better competition yeah. going forward. So 100% agree. Righto. Uh, finals grounds, did you want to talk about that at all or what, uh, well, what's got, happening? Only got one decided so far. Only one ground decided? Yes, only one decided so far, and that is obviously A grade. It's at Deacon Reserve. For the grand, the grand final. final, yep. Um, and just tell us and tell the listeners, so for qualifying round in a couple of weeks' time, 
um, when we've got three finals? Is it just the team that whoever finished top, they just play at their home ground? Correct. Um, or they choose their ground. They or they choose their ground, ground. yeah. But, I mean, if there's a couple of grounds out there that have had bad reports in the last couple of weeks... Um, You'll look at it? I'll definitely look at that. I mean, you want a fair contest. You don't want to... See a side get rolled. Yeah, one uh, one side forgot to put the covers on or yeah. whatever it might have been to try and because they knew they were finishing higher than the other yeah. team. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we'll we'll take that into account. But yet, yeah, normally it's uh, the higher placed side get preference of the home ground, even in semi-finals. Even in semi-finals, yep. right? So you can play your first and second final at home, uh, which is fair enough. You finish higher on the ladder. You should receive every advantage that you got. Um, so that's always been a quick ship concept i think yep and then uh, a grade grand final deacon reserve and you're still deciding b c d and e is that right uh yes i've you got any lightnings towards any grounds do you want to let the listeners know or it's still up for debate uh, it'll be up for debate we'll be putting something across our i was pushing you i thought you might <laughs> give the listeners a little bit of a leak but it's, that's all right remember it's not just my decision there's no leaks yeah for sure no, it, it's just me just stirring the pot, yeah, Butch. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> well, um, I've got the ratings of the grounds. So I know the next five, or so, actually I've got the top seven. So I know the seven grounds that rate from one to seven. So you've got to come up with four out of those seven. Yes, yep. correct. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, uh, sorry, E-grade is on a hard okay. wicket. Okay. So that'll be played on a hard wicket. Depends on who's playing in it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, say if um, so, old students are in it. If old students are in it, and your C number two, and your C grade's in it, because uh, they can still basically. Uh, no, C grade won't make it. it. So yeah. B grade might. B grade. So if you might have home final, B grade and E grade. Uh, that, that, would that would suit us. That suit old students down to the yes. down to the ground. But uh, like, yeah, there's a lot of lot of uh, water to go under the bridge yet mm-hmm. for that to happen. Let's any anything further, just quickly with senior cricket that you want to mention to the listeners. We've got to, time now to run through the ladder and results from last week. I don't think we've had many hassles at all for the no. last couple of weeks. It's been so everyone's pulled their heads in. Everyone's going good. Oh well, you're always yeah. going to get a bit of bad behaviour out in the cricket field. Um, that's just what happens. So we've had quite a few this year. Um, which is a bit disappointing because, as Steve said, they've got kids playing in their sides and they're seeing these senior players do this and do that. It does filter down. Always look like you're being watched, isn't it? That's yes. right. So, yeah, your behaviour, absolutely. Uh, player of the round, that's been going well with the RSL um, giving the $50 vouchers and you've enjoyed throwing that out there on the... Bit of debate across our Facebook page yeah, some days. Well, seven for last week was was always going to get it done. I think there was a, yeah. a player in, James, Jimmy in B Collett. grade. Yes. Yeah, I umpired that game, so great yeah. effort. Yes. Yeah, so firsthand you you would just give him the voucher after the game. Ah, uh, I don't. Probably gave him three LBs as well, did you? Ah, uh, no, it was seven bold. <laughs> seven bold. Yes, the, all I, bold, the whole lot, the whole lot. Oh. Yeah, the whole was he bowling reverse in swing like uh, Shoei? Well, the wind was coming straight across the field. He was bowling left arm in swing, but the ball halfway down the pitch was on the edge of the wicket and then just duck dived in. And yeah, it was basically unplayable when the wind got up. So unreal. It was just phenomenal to watch. I've never, I've never heard of seven bold. That's well, yeah. seven bold. Not for a while. Yeah, yep. yeah. must have been some good pitches last week too, because it was like six or seven hundreds. So yeah, yeah, there were a lot of runs yeah. made last week. Runs. Absolutely, it was amazing. Last Let's week. look at last week's results in the A grade quickly, boys, and chime in whenever you want, because you might have been involved in one of them. Katandra 
got it done against Shep United. Seven for 194 United. Katandra, four for 198. And I know that Katandra today have lost three or four really important players. Um, in, in saying that, they are going to field uh, a B grade. Like There was some discussion maybe that, yep. that their B grade might uh, struggle because they've struggled a couple of times this year fielding numbers. So that's good to see that they'll, they'll be playing cricket today. Central Parks and Brendan's five for one fifty four defeated Cara one fifty one, so Central Park keep rolling along. The Special K's Kane Herbert sixty nine, uh, Kyle Mueller sixty five eight for two forty nine defeated a pretty disappointing Northerners all out mm-hmm. for ninety six uh, last week. So Kai is a bit of a juggernaut that keep rolling on. Um, I went down and watched old students take on Marupna, and Marupna are a really really strong outfit. Five they chased. Well, they made five for 289 against a pretty young old student's attack, uh, uh, all out for 127. Brody McDonald, 124, like just was just smoking them everywhere. Nick Breslin, also um, ex-old student's premiership player, made 93. And Henry Barrow got four for 25. So they totally dominated a, a pretty young outfit at old students and, uh, you know, stamped their claim as one of the, the best sides in it. Yeroa, one, six for 165 in a... Bottom of the table clash with Tatura, 159. Uh, young Lockie McGee got 51, not out for Tat. And Nagambi, 7 for 155, defeated Wayai, 136 in last week's results. So the ladder looks like this, Butch and Steve, when I can find it. Right, Katandra on top. Marupna just behind and with 54. Kyabram, Central Parks and Brennans. They're the top four. And then you've got Numerka just behind on... I think it's 45 points Numerica are on. So one, two, three, four. There's your top five. That's not going to change. It Maybe the order might change slightly in the next couple of rounds, but they're locked in. Uh, Way I in sixth position. Now, Nagambi could possibly jump them in the next couple of weeks, but uh, I don't know if Stats has got the draw in the next couple of weeks between Nagambi and Way I to see whether there could possibly be an opportunity for Nagambi to to take over way I spot that well, would be interesting their, their win last week that helped pretty them important, like yeah that. That absolutely so we'll go through the fixtures in a moment yeah. uh, then going on Northerners had their chances they're still, they're still in it you reckon Northerners are still in it oh well only, only five points behind yeah they can roll old students they'll today. roll old students today I would have thought well yeah. that's what I mean so yeah. they're basically back in it I wonder who Northerners last game is that's that, uh, that'd be good I think it's Central Park from yeah. memory okay. it is Central Park at Northerners yep there yeah. you go so yeah. they've got two home games if they win both of them then they give themselves a chance but the, the thing is is Northerners going to rely on other teams having to lose it's not in their hands totally Correct. Uh, the bottom five sees Euroa, Old Studentship, United, Tatura, Cara. Just want to ask you a question, Butch. Like, are you happy with the 13 clubs at the moment? Is there any inklings of a 14th club or a 12th club? Or, a, like, do you like the odds and the evens? Or, like, what, 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 what do you, where do you see it? Ideally. Without giving too much away. Ideally, it'd be awesome to have 14. Right. And get rid of a buy. Make the draw so easy to do. 14 rounds, everyone plays each other once, bang. No buy, that's... That's, that's what all. we want. So, yes. So, if there's a 14th club out there, what are you saying? Come along and uh, maybe uh, apply. As you know, it's not up to... No. It's up to the presidents to vote on incoming right. clubs yeah. or uh, unless Pine Lodge... Um, Look to go oh, up again. They're, they're working yeah. towards it. They're working. Are they? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yes, that's yes. that's positive to hear. Um, that's good. That's, that's their... That's, I know that's Pine Lodge's aim over the next two years is get enough... 
players underneath to build. Um, the same as what Northerners did and yeah. Katandra over the years. Yep. Like, probably going back Katandra's 10, 15 years ago when they only had B grade and pushed up. And now Katandra got A, B and E. And e. And e. Yeah, yes. it's a big jump from B to E, but yep. yeah, so they've... Um, They've got some work to do in terms of, you know, making sure that, that yeah. their club's viable for the years ahead. Congratulations to the Kyabram Cricket Club. Just do you want to touch on the T20 Grand Final wins last week, Butch? Uh, and in the lower grade, Undira was a really good game against Central Park yes. at Deakin Reserve. And Kyabram were just too strong for Shep United in the in the higher grade, yes. is like what we like to call it. Uh, in the T20, did you did you get down and watch those games or did you... I, watched, um, I went down to the lower grade one. Yep. And, um, yeah, what's Andira? I mean, Andira's a mature-age side uh, in C-grade, as we, everyone knows. Did they and push up to B, do you think, or are they happy um, at C? They've dropped out of B, what, three years ago? That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, um, and they're not getting no younger. Uh, there's a chance that they could push back to B-grade over the next next year or so, um, which would be great for them, uh, but... It, as I said, they're getting a bit older now. Mm. Um, and recruiting, trying to get players in to play the for a club. Yeah, no yeah. juniors. No. Uh, they might have a junior side next year, apparently. Oh, I'm speaking to someone. So they're that, going to try to push for a junior and uh, maybe even two sides next year. As, uh, Watch this space. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Great to see the uh, – and congratulations. Also, and the girls as well. Um, preceding the the boys, mm. uh, the men's grand final last week was great for the Kai Career Club anyway because they had two wins mm. in the day. Excellent, right? Let's roll through the fixtures. We've got just less than five minutes mm. to get through the six games, so it does go quickly. Butch, I know you said at the yes. break, oh, we still got twenty to go. Well, we've got less than five, and we've got the entire studio on board this morning for Cricket Shepherd, and the stats man will give his tips. He's been doing it week in week out. Butch, Steve, we'll all be giving our tips for today's games, remembering that after today there is one week of A and B grey cricket left and two of C, D and E. So it's getting closer to finals and it's all up for grabs. Karamomis at Vibert Reserve today. Take on Yamurka. Yamurka had the bye last week. They'll be fresh. They should be ready to go. And I reckon Eckhard, Gledil, these sort of names, uh, Grandal as well, will be just chomping at it to get it done. Kara have been competitive in most games. Um, they sit a foot of the table at the moment, but they have been competitive at home with the new facilities. You just never know. But I'm going to stick with Newmerka today to get it done, just with how important the, the finals make-up is. Yeah, I've, I've been on the other ground at Newmerka a couple of times recently. Uh, their, their top order has actually failed in both those games that I, I was on the other ground for. Um, so, yeah, you'd think their top order's going to fire at some stage too. So And that'll be today. Out, yeah, look out for Cara if they do. Right, eh? Mm. Butch? Well, obviously, you'd have to tip the Merck. Well, you don't have to. Oh, well, if you want to tip a winner, okay, I'll, I'll tip Cara. <laughs> no, 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 we want you to tip a <laughs> winner. Mean, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I umpired Cara against, um, sorry, uh, Last week. Tandra. Sorry. Right. Yep. And that was the day of the wet wicket. And Cara only made 90, 90 odd on that wet wicket, but not, they batted very well that day. Um, even though I mean ninety doesn't sound much. No, I was going to say the, the wicket was horrendous. Uh, probably, probably was it Vibert or at Katandra? Uh, Vibert, that's yeah. 
the same week that we played the T20s and the rain got the wickets. That's uh, right. Yeah. yeah, and a couple so, of games were abandoned. Yeah, so yeah. they got stuck on the sticky wicket, but they still bat it well. Uh, last week, they make another 150. Mm, against good opposition, yep, Central Park. They're, they're just one batsman top order short of being the half-decent batting side so the kids can bat around them. But mm. So I'm going to tip Cara. You, gonna, you are going to tip Cara? Yeah, I want him okay. to win. Okay. Statsman? Yeah, no, Numerica for me. Numerica 3-1 in the studio. Central Parks and Brendan's take on Shep United. Bit of a derby, this one, because Central Park have come to the aid of Shep United and given them Central Park as, as a ground. But they're playing this one at Deakin at 12.30 today. Uh, Central Park will just be, you know, oiling the machine today, just ready to go just ahead of finals. And uh, I think they'll win and win pretty pretty solidly for mine. Yeah, I'd, I'd go the same way. I'd, it's um, Shep United battle hard, I think. But and they've been well, fairly competitive well, too. Yeah, they've yep. won a couple yeah, of yeah. games. They probably people tipped against them, but mm. yeah, I I think um, Central. You can't go past Central Park. Butch, uh, Central Park. Okay, yeah, Central word. Park. Right, yeah. we've got to roll through them quickly. Katandra, Kyabram. That is the match of the round for mine. What a cracker that'll be. I'm going to go Kyabram. I just think they're on absolute fire at the moment. And uh, Mueller and the boys will we'll get it done for mine. In a word, boys? Uh, yeah, Kai with the outs at Katandra. Yeah. Exactly the same. Yeah. Would have been a good game had... Uh, well, it still will be a good game, but it'll be interesting to see how it goes forward. Uh, stats man, quickly. Kai for me. Okay. Northerners take on old students. I think old students at tally. Just, just the heart over the head for me. I, I've, I've seen the side. I, I think Northerners are a bit young. They'll need um, Pedretti and a couple of the others, Trent and whatever, to yep. get some runs. But I, I reckon old students. Okay, Butch. Ah, uh, Northerners got too much to play for. Stats man. Northerners. Okay, two games quickly in a word, boys. Nagambi, Marupna, Nagambi, uh, Marupna for me. Um, I think Nagambi might like they did in the B grade. Butch Nagambi at home. Stats man. Marupna. Yaroa take on Wai today. I think Wai at Yaroa. Uh, yeah, Wai Ai. Stats man. Yeah, I'm Wai Thanks so much, listeners, all around the cricket Shepparton area. Good luck today. A top of 33 degrees will greet you. Um, thank goodness it wasn't yesterday. Good luck today. One more week before finals hitting the A and Bs. And we'll catch you next Saturday morning with the Stats man and myself, won't we, Stats man? We certainly will. Same time at 9.15 right through till 10 o'clock. Big thank you to Steve DeLitz, Butch Scott for joining us this morning and we'll catch you next Saturday morning at a quarter past nine here in the studios of 1FM. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.